On this week's episode of the Half-Assed Podcast, Ron and Derek try to integrate a new sound effects board, and they struggle mightily as they fight the Zoom time limit and its misleading timer. What will happen? Stay tuned to find out. Fantastic. All right. Hello? Hey. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, your camera looks pretty good there. Uh, yeah, but it will autofocus in and out uh, when I move. So, uh, oh, one, I see what you're saying. Yeah, one dude gets like uh, semi nauseous. So, um, <laughs> it's like ironically, I have to find a camera with less features. I, the, I uh, guess I probably should have got, I probably have something here I could use as a camera, but right. But if you're, but I go, guess I, if we're gonna go like a full it, yeah. setup where you can actually like come over and do it like that might as well just wait till we start doing that unless you want to do a temporary setup just to test shit out and know you're going to change it all Um, the problem is is as soon as you like every camera every type of they all have different drivers different software so it's like you can test stuff everything but if you don't have the ones you're actually going to use it could be completely different that's what's nice. I built all mine to be able to change piece by piece everything I need. So, so yeah. I got the good mic. I got the inputs. And then, um, oh, yeah, I should probably test my audio. That's. Oh, it sounds good. I've been I was recording some. Ooh, that's hot. I was recording some sounder shit earlier, so I had the levels all wonky. Oh, soundboard uh, stuff. Uh, just doing sounders for the podcast. I just made one for uh, when we do a visual joke <laughs> and nobody can see it. Visual gag on an audio format. Nobody gets the joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Oh, like grungy guitars. That is the worst when you're no one knows what's happening. Yeah. We could. Ju- I think we are good if we pick a starting topic and then we just riff from well, there. Yeah, we'll meander around, and if we hit an obvious uh, long dead spot, you know, we've got something to fall back on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Three, two, one. Here we go. You have clicked that pile of audio gold known as the Half-Ass Podcast, and now here's a person to say something. Hell, I'll not only say some things, I'll open a beer. I've got a Surly Controlled Chaos IPA. i uh, not huge on the IPAs, but it struck me. I, I wanted to give it a try. Cheers to that. I got uh, two women. Oh, Always two chicks, man. Go to, go to for me sometimes. If I go Potosi, it's two women most of the time. It's a very quality beer with a throwback to the time when women were in charge of the brewing. Very... They're nice. Is it really? I believe that's the deal. Yeah, it doesn't say right on the label. It's the, basically a nod to the, the women brewers back in the day. I consider that their Bud Light. No taste, just easy to drink. Well, one dude at the, um, at the country club, I'll use air quotes on here, speaking of a visual bit, uh, the Lancaster Golf Course, there was a bunch of Irish dudes in town to work at Millprint on the presses or some shit. So they were drinking out there and dudes said they bought them out of two women and were trying to figure out how they could send some back. Oh yeah. Uh, like it's good. I don't think it's that good, but Hey, I don't think it's, I think the same thing about spotted cow too. Like I don't understand. Spotted cow is all right. It's a good beer. 
I mean, it's a good beer, but then you go, I'll go to like the gas station up here and you see like the construction workers who are clearly out of town, like from out of town, they'll have like 20 cases. Well, it's it's, like, is yeah, it, you can't get is it that good. Well, you can't get it out good. of state. That's the thing. It's like contraband. Yeah. So it's like, you it's know, really what it is. It's, it's the mystery mark. of it. Well, and you're going to take, you know, if you're going to buy seven cases, you're going to take a six pack back for, you know, nine of your buddies and you're going to keep a little in the fridge and, you know, who knows when I'll be back to Wisconsin. It's like a reputation. It's like when we first came legal, all of a sudden everyone's like, yeah, it's not as cool anymore. Like, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's it pretty was really, I really liked works. buying it from some sketchy guy. Uh, yeah, really I like the adventure it. that it yeah. took to get it. I oh man, we we wanted to write like a I don't know a movie but like a short story a short film about that 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 weekend wound up with like a long trip like I got up there on Friday night I think Sunday at like seven seven fifteen we we had made it from Lacrosse to the Dells called a guy went to his place he called the guy we went to his place there were like four fucking counties over i still got to go back to lacrosse before i go back to lancaster like all worth it man oh that's a beautiful i i almost feel bad for young kids where the <laughs> internet the internet like kind of ruined that type of like adventure like like oh you can't like looking for weed in that way was its own thing. It'll never ever be a thing ever again. Yeah, because that a lot of that depended on how ballsy you were. Like I oh, had yeah. buddies. I got there's a guy we both know, Steve. <laughs> it just be oh, like God, Steve. Send Steve over. Uh, yeah, we were at the rave one time, seeing like Eminem, and nobody had anything. We're like, Steve, go ask that guy. I ain't all right. And he's right. worth. He's Steve one of comes those back. Handful of weed. Here you go, guys. Yeah, he had some. Sure enough. Just because had to ask. Steve's unaware of the situation he's putting himself in. <laughs> well, he just didn't care. He's like, yeah, I'll that's go what ask. I'm saying. Like, I'll go he's, ask that he's brother like, for a bag. What? It might not be a good situation, but I'm willing to do it. Here you go, underage rural white kid. Here's a bag of dank for you. Yep. <laughs> he's like, there you go, guys. I don't even think he was smoking at the time. He just we sent him over. Like, oh, man. I, like I said, it's just like they'll never have that adventure it took. To find a bag of weed. Well, speaking never. of a of a thing that you, they'll never get, and I'm kind of wondering where you are if you're past the cutoff. But I am pissed that kids these days don't have to call the house. Um, they don't understand. Back in the day, when you're calling some chick trying to work your magic, you didn't just call her up. You called her physical house and probably dealt with her parents. Yep. Like, yep. It was I a nerve wracking situation. Now she's like, oh, I can snap them directly. Hey, sup, wanna hang? Like, oh man. You, oh, it was terrifying. I, I her heart rate, like, okay, probably gonna have to talk to her dad. Probably gonna have to lie. It's gonna I be remember awkward. my one buddy's mom got so pissed at me because I called their house and she said, who's this? And I was like, wait, who's this? Yeah. She's like, you don't call my house and say, who am I? You called my house. I was like, I didn't expect you to answer. <laughs> That's like, right. Totally caught me off guard here. It was unprepared. But yeah, having a house phone, they'll never understand that either. Ever. No, no. Like having uh, this is probably too early for you. Having, one of your siblings tie up the phone line. I, oh, oh. no, nope, that's not too early. Oh, yeah, man. You, if, you, if you were on the phone, 
if you were on the phone, your dial-up didn't work. <laughs> uh, see, I never even had dial-up when we lived at home. Internet came after I moved out, as Mr. Pants yeah. uh, slowly dies on they, the podcast. We didn't have, like, this is, like, when I was in, like, sixth grade is when high-speed internet came out. Like, I was pretty far along. Oh, we didn't before, have internet at all. Yeah, I mean, it's way different. But, like, I was pretty far along before we had any type of high-speed internet. It went fast, though. I mean... It was very quick. But, yeah, there was my first... Well, because I went to Madison, and that's kind of when, you know, I had to get an email address. <laughs> like, what? what is this wizardry you speak of? Like, Oh, I remember the first time I saw iPod Touch. Like, long I thought it was 43 fake. available. Y- I thought yeah. it was fake. Touching the screen, like... I was nah. like, no way that's real. I was like, no way. You got doing that. The stick was... Meanwhile, I have a razor and I'm like hitting the same button six times to T9 write. T nine texting, yeah, yeah. We talked about that the other day on the on the Outsiders Social Club. <laughs> you have to almost be some kind of sociopath to text in T nine, like full. Like I remember when the commercials came out. That. I never understood it. It was so well. It was so labor intensive because I remember when commercials for texting came out. I was like, who would do that? It's like you have to sit there. And, and and in the commercial, they were all right next to each other, too, like in a boardroom meeting. I was like, just turn around and say it to the chick. She's next to you. Why are you typing it all out and sending it? That's Honest would do, question, that? do you Do you think the age of just not talking on the phone has caused like social anxiety? Like you, you have the option to talk to people without actually talking to them. You yeah, know? Well, yeah, I think it really uh, kind of avoids going out like you're saying it also so avoids much. like emotion <laughs> like you can't read people's emotion truly like over text like right some guys like oh i can like talk to girls all day online but as soon as i'm in person like i fucking fall apart you yeah. know yep i used to be like that back in the day when the whole internet thing was new it was like oh i find there's no pressure here yeah and then there's guys who are like can't talk like over chat but then you take them to a bar and they're like a fucking social butterfly. Well, it's weird though, because really when you're interacting with somebody through text, it becomes how well they type. Like you could see the way somebody types and think that they're maybe because are these people retarded? Yeah. (laughs) I've talked to people where I was like, man, I'm not sure if they've got some kind of disability or maybe they're just having a, you know, they just autocorrect fucks with them. And you know, it's weird is, I there's nothing I give a less a fuck about than grammar, but it is <laughs> right? weird when someone uses grammar properly. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, they're not You're, dumb, right? But and it, it's weird because it's like if someone's bad at math, you don't think that about them, <laughs> right? You just fucked it, up math, you know? It's like oh, it's, they forgot to carry the one. But like, I could give a shit less about grammar, which is odd. But it's, it's like like I said, it's when you get that message and you have to hold it back and go, wait, what the fuck are they saying here? You have to read it six times. You're like, eh. Well, see, like my brother, the way he, he texts fast and then sometimes autocorrect gets him. But even when it doesn't, because sometimes I do that a lot. So wrong. (laughs) It becomes a totally different word. There'll be times where I type really quick. I look at it very fast. I don't like. I don't like actually look at it and I send it and it doesn't make sense. I'm like, Oh God, they probably think I'm stupid as fuck. I know. And my voice to text does that to me. Now the new, latest update started adding uh, commas. Every time you put a pause in. 
you stop talking, they do that now? Yeah, oh. but the thing is, before, I always used voice-to-text a lot like this to make sure that it picked me up correctly. So yeah, I'd go like slow clear wording. And, and enunciate. Now when you do that, there's a comma after every fucking word, and you look like a psycho. Interesting. Like, it's like, if I talk fast, then you don't understand me. Yeah, like I say, that's the my- funny thing is like, I don't trust voice to text, but I'll text so fast. I don't even look at what I'm writing and I'll I'll send it without rereading it. And like half the words don't make I'm like, oh, these yeah. are none of this makes sense. Well, and, and I have such a weird vocabulary that a lot of the words I use when I'm saying voice to text, voice to text is going, nobody, nobody meant to say that. He yeah, couldn't, yeah, he couldn't have meant that. So they'll switch it to a normal word that doesn't. And it's like, no, God damn it. I speak like this. This is a thing. And you know, it's very weird. I've noticed like main tech companies are. I don't even like putting people in like political parties. But then like if you say something mean, they'll like try to change it to make it less mean. Sometimes you ever notice that like they're like, oh, you wouldn't say that to a person. And it'll auto correct it to something nicer. I did, oh, I haven't seen that. I have a few times. I've never noticed it until recently. They'll the be like, one- oh, did you mean to call this person an idiot? <laughs> it's like, yes. It's like, uh, actually, actually, I did. The one I've noticed on Twitter in the last few months is if you go to call somebody a fucking idiot or something like you're saying, it will stop you after you hit post and say, Users don't generally like this type of thing. Are you sure that, this is what you want? And like, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. They're like, did you mean to say this? Yeah. Are or... you sure you want to be a dick? People don't generally respond well to being a dick to like, yes, that's why I'm here. Send. Yep. I mean, Matt Gates is a fucking twat. I'll put an extra H in it just so it's a different <laughs> word. And you can't ban me. T-W-A-H-T twat. It's almost like a subtle way of controlling people too. They're like, eh, well, if you say it this way, it's better. Well, and that platform is also can be, depending on how you view it can be super toxic. So it's like, well, I kind of give them props for trying to say like, are you sure you want to like, like you going right to nine, you want to stop at three and four on your way up to getting all angry at them or no, you're going right to the dick. Okay. We, I think just checking. I do get that. I, there should definitely be like, are you sure you want to post this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, that's speaking but, of that's, that's a perfect time to drop an ad from uh, one of our new advertisers. Uh, somebody bought some time on the pod. Are you a podcaster? Do you like to drink? Do you live in constant fear that something you say while drunk on a podcast may result in real world repercussions? Well, I've got your solution. The Michaelizer. As you speak into the mic, the Michaelizer takes a constant analysis of your breath to give you an up-to-the-minute blood alcohol content. And if you should reach the danger zone, an alarm goes off and your microphone is muted until you reach safe levels. The Michaelizer, canceling your audio before your audio cancels you. That just that just made me think of one of the topics I actually have written down. Is Perfect. We predict the future accidentally. Like someone will make a sci-fi movie and then all of a sudden we're like, actually, we can probably make that thing. It's like, you know what? I do like the way that robot went. So now, you know, if we had a bunch of people listening, someone could probably make a Michaelizer. So in a weird (laughs) way, you're predicting the future. (laughs) Right. It'll be a thing that happens. 
Or you could like use a, what I do. Oh, I have a turtle pond in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually when I when I smoke on the uh, on the outsider social club, I always uh, always go with bong so that it makes a sound, and then uh, bong's a drink. So that's man, enough. I haven't smoked a bong in forever. I got a little hitter for mine that I adapted, so it's. <laughs> My buddy did that. He used to have like a slide rig on his hitter, and he'd just do like the hitters through his bong. Yeah, which is kind of genius. It is because you're only <coughs> you're not you're overdoing that much. it. That's what it is. It's like sometimes when bongs get people, it's that they don't realize how much smoke's going in there. Well, you still get a huge hit. The thing is, you can smoke eight of them, and it still doesn't even fill what you would have smoked on one bowl. I guess what I'm saying is like you see a lot of people smoke a bong and they get too high. Whereas like if you have a hitter, you know exactly how much weed you're smoking. Whereas if you have a giant bowl. And you accidentally yeah, let it go too long. It. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're socially awkward. You want to go home. <laughs> My favorite is when you're at somebody's house and you'd get hit with a big one. Because for some reason, we always got in a fucking contest. And it was, oh, I can fucking rip it. And I was like, dude, seriously, don't bring that shit. I don't want to be a competitive guy, but if you're going to get into bong hits, I'm sorry. You just stepped into my wheelhouse. Like, I'm going to go toe-to-toe on this. Oh, yeah. Then you'd hit one too big and have the huge coughing fit your eyes, fucking drool, you're spitting everywhere. Like It's always if you start coughing like, while you're exhaling, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're done. <clears throat> you're like going to cough. Vocal cords get shredded. Out. Yep. Layer oh. of resin on them. Yeah. It's no bueno. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and then um, I do have a thing written down about hobbies are just a way for men to not think about things. <laughs> like people who smoke cigars, it's like, do you really actually like doing that? Or do you like the silence and staring off in space? No, there's a thing. I think it makes me cool and unique. You know what I mean? Like if you, your hobby, most of it, the thing is, it's like you're doing it because you're not thinking, you're only thinking about what you're doing. Right. You're not thinking about <clears throat> other things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's uh, that's kind of a weird like realization as somebody that's doing like six hundred podcasts. <laughs> like, just just focus on podcasts. Don't think about nothing else. I mean, when you go do yard work, is it that you like to do the yard work, or is it that it's mindless work that you don't have to think about? I think it's partially well, both. It's one of those things that that's something that needs to be done. And then it becomes like a point of pride. And depending on where you live and who you live by, it almost becomes like a competition. Like and it also become it's like a a peaceful thing for you sometimes. Like <laughs> that's true. It's because you're not de- thinking. Yeah. Like, you develop from something you have to do into a thing like, well, I might as well start to enjoy this thing because I have to do it anyway. So it's I think that's a thing as you get older yeah. that I remember uh, like I hated cooking, hated cleaning. And now it's like, if I can put some music on and not think and do what I'm supposed to do. Right. It's like peaceful. Yeah. Like when I do the yard work, I crank up my giant 15 inch speaker and I go out there and hell yeah. And throw some dirt around, man. That's the reason when someone's grilling, all the men huddle around a grill and drink <laughs> beer and they just stare at what they're cooking. Like, mm-hmm. it's I love just, that. It's mindless. Like, just mindless, mindless one of those work. things that I didn't realize was a thing until like Family Guy did it. Peter's like, "All right, I'm gonna cook this meat. I need three of you men to stand around and comment while I do it." Yeah, 
It looking good, Peter. I think that one's ready to flip. That and one's burning. It is weird. I didn't understand. Like Giggity. you'd hear people like, "Oh, you'll realize when you get older." Like there is a point where you get to, you don't realize it, but like, I could walk out on my back porch and just stare at a tree. Yeah. But yeah. when I was a kid, I'd be like, "Why do they do that?" But now, yeah. like, I it's understand. Like, it's amazing, man! Look at that fucking thing. It's been here for a hundred years. Just ain't bothering nobody. It's got animals living in it. Like, yeah. All of a sudden, you start thinking about its ancestors and shit. Right. Know? Like, and you think how big that tree is. That's about what it's got underground for roots. So that's amazing. That fucking thing's probably thirty feet down while it's thirty feet up. Like, it's massive, and it's growing into yeah. like the top of the earth. It's, it's insane. It's like I didn't under when I was eighteen. I didn't understand when people got bad cutting down trees. Now I understand. <laughs> right? It's like you it's know like how fucking long that took. You like there's their roots are connected. That thing was helping plants live. You know they like give each other nutrients. You start thinking about that weird shit like that. Oh, when we took that big one in my backyard down. Um, <clears throat> I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap. I paid enough. It was like 500 bucks um but it was cheaper if i just had him leave it all in the yard and i dealt with it so that's what i did so as these branches are down and i'm trying to like get everything cleaned up the two fucking uh doves or i don't know pigeons or whatever the fuck they are basically came back to their nest on the ground in the branch (laughs) i was like sorry guys you know it ain't gonna be there i had to clean it up while they're still like trying to like oh we're gonna live here we're gonna live here still Let's be honest. Birds are pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. even the smart birds are assholes. Well, yeah, they're bigger assholes because they're smart. Oh, like my buddy, he had like I'm not sure what type of parrot. It was one that talked, you know. Right. But that thing was a dick. It was oh. an asshole. Like that one we saw in the Dells. It was fucking racist. Well, like... he was probably taught that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, uh, Ted was kind of racist there for a while, but he's he's working it, on it, it. That is weird, though. But is it, it was. that they're racist or that they're not used to seeing humans of other color? I I don't know. I mean, maybe that's I think it would be that weird to him. Yeah, I'll, like if he like, saw a man a wearing a sombrero, he'd be like, "What the fuck's going on that guy's head?" I'm a think about it. They're living their life. They only see you guys are white, and then all of a sudden they walk into a building, and there's a guy that's a different color. Like what? Wait a second. What? There's more of you? Yeah, so it'd be like, hey, 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 I've never seen one like that. I mean, that's how little kids react when they see <laughs> like different races. Yeah, for the so first like, time. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, that's true, because you don't sit a kid down and be like, Well, you realize that people are all different shades and whatnot, but then they just walk in and see somebody who's way darker and it's like What? Is yeah. I, I mean, I guess I you got like, TV now, but I mean, back when I was a kid, <laughs> how, many, how many black people were on TV and, and how many of them were just horrible stereotypes? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine. You don't have you don't have Internet and you walk into a building and you're like, holy shit, we come in different colors. <laughs> right. It's What's happening? Like I said, it's not something you sit a kid down and just explain to them as they get old. Oh, and by the way, well, there's some. Some but then doggies and, are big, some doggies are small. Some and they won't are... even understand like that they come from like a different culture, a different thing. Like they act different. It's like that's just how right. it works. Well, shit to a kid, you see a guy with a funny mustache, and it's like, oh, 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 oh. You're like, imagine a whole different different 
person. That is true. Like, that is true. Like guy wearing a weird hat. You're like, look at him. Oh, I was thinking about that the other day. You can, you can kind of know what a person's into just by what they wear. <laughs> like you see a skater, he's wearing Vans, skinny jeans. You're right. like, oh, that guy skates and smokes weed. Like without even knowing him. <laughs> see the giant belt buckle. You're like, ah, okay. You see a dude with like a, a poncho on, a mustache. You're like, that guy takes a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> like, like you instantly you kind of know like what they're into a little yeah. bit dude with a fedora and a mustache like i bet he homebrews fucking oh he definitely won't does. shut up about it either like shut up kyle nobody wants to hear about your fucking ale like i don't know anything about putting co2 into water <laughs> like you just yeah they're just saying shit you have no clue how it works yeah Oh man, I don't know. I should have gone from an IPA to. I was going to say, I'm looking at that. That looks like it has a lot of head. Well, this is the last batch of rhubarb that I made, but uh, uh, the rhubarb came up again at the end of October. So, oh yeah, you said that. That's interesting. It, a double season. It wasn't uh, super ripe though, so there is not much, if any, rhubarb flavor. And this is like a. Uh, you can probably see it's not. Super yeah, hazy. Like usually yeah. that rhubarb is mega hazy. So yeah, it's different. But uh I'm I'm gonna put uh I got another half of that batch. I'm gonna put mango in it. I think it's gonna be fantastic. Oh, you said that. That should be interesting. Yeah. That should be interesting. Because this is kind of like super sweet and weird. Uh <laughs> but I think with that mango will go right with it. I'm sometimes I'm almost like I know how like weird bro i'm almost impressed sometimes how well like bigger companies can make the exact same beer every time yeah it's like yeah. all you need to do is fuck up like one degree of like a certain like part of the process and it's completely yeah. different well like when uh the the old g heilman brewery in lacrosse the world's largest six-pack like when they were were bought and brought back up to speed i think city brewing they were called there was always a legend around town and i think it was the first batch because the first batch went out and it tasted pretty good but there was a legend that the second batch they forgot to like clean out the tubes i'll just say that i noticed it tasted bad weird and when i said that to someone they told me the story that their dad worked at the brewery and <laughs> that makes sense though like if you let that all that Sit shit in the, the bottom come yeah go out in you ever mix like in Oof. like put a beer somewhere when you were drunk and you find it like a week two weeks later it's like sludge <laughs> right it's like mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense if you didn't clean the lines and stuff it'd just be terrible well, well just like all the shit in the bottom because really half of what home brewing is here is just putting shit in a bucket letting it settle then moving it to something different and letting it settle to get all that out so if you didn't and mixed all of it in all the trub in the bottom like used hops and malts and oh god that'd be it's my first few batches of homebrew were like that because that's I had how, that's how you Mr. create Beer. covid <laughs> that's you how you create like, bottle bombs yeah you just that's how a disease that should be here happens you just it sat for so long you're like oh, and then someone accidentally drinks it or something I gave uh, one of those first few batches. Like I said, I used that Mr. Beer. You know what I'm talking about? The little plastic keg. Oh, with the I did that. Spout. Yeah. 
well, the kits I had weren't for Mr. Beer. They were five gallon homebrew kits that I tried to cut in half and do. And you just tried to like, you just tried to rig it to work in there. It was my first batch. I didn't know what I was doing. So I just used the equipment I had and made it work. Well, all that shit stayed in the bottom. (laughs) I gave my buddy Parker a bottle and it sat in his fridge for a while. And then he went and opened it. The fucking cap shot up, hit the ceiling. The beer hit the ceiling all over the table. I went over there a few weeks after he pointed up and showed me the cap, put a fucking dent in the ceiling and you could see the marks from where the beer hit it. That's not surprising from a tabletop. Just boom. Like, holy shit. So I, I, I thought I did every instruction for that. Mr. Beer thing perfectly. I opened it up. I probably made a fungus that doesn't exist anywhere else. I was like, how did this happen? I thought I followed the instructions perfectly. Well, and, and it's a weird because those Mr. Beer well, kits, everything's all in pl- one. The thing also that I thought Dumping about it. is it's plastic. Like, how well are those seals going to, you know? That's what I was going to say. That's what I thought. I was like, uh, it couldn't be like, it had to be a bad seal or something. Well, the way those Mr. Beers are set up, there's nothing. There's actually a thing in those lids to when it reaches a certain pressure to let it bleed off but you've got to get it up to enough pressure because then the way it keeps from spoiling is that it's constantly pushing out with the pressure so you don't get anything back in. So if air comes in, that's not supposed to come in. Like one day if you picked it up and moved it somewhere and when you did, you squeezed the side and forced air out and then let it go and pull the air back in, like that could have done it, like something that simple. Yeah, when I opened it up, I was like, I can't wait for this. Yeah, and it's that anticipation. It looked like a fungus that came from a different planet. Mm. 